Welcome to the Wanting It More podcast. I am your host, Janet Denton-Howes, and it's an absolute delight to have you here. I'm a marriage and intimacy educator, as well as a creator of the Wanting It More program, which has helped thousands of women who are married to men want and enjoy it more in the bedroom. You know, having low desire was something that I personally struggled with for years in my marriage, so I absolutely get it all. You are not alone. Just a heads up, I use all the words in this podcast, so if you've got little ears around or you're in public setting, you may want to pop in some earbuds. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, it's just Jana here, popping in really briefly to make a note about today's episode. I cover emotional and physical safety with your partner. Everything that I'm talking about in today's episode is assuming that you are in a healthy, non-abusive relationship. I would never, ever want you to explore staying in a relationship that was harmful to you. So at your discretion, please um, proceed and just know that it really does not pertain to marriages in which abuse is taking place. Welcome back to the Wanting It More podcast. It's Jana here with a bit of a cold. So I'm going to just show up as I am. I'm pretty stuffy and a little coffee, so I may have to take a few breaks, which you probably won't hear because I'll edit out. I've got some tea nearby. In fact, embarrassingly, I have five cups and a water bottle on my desk right now. Am I the only one who collects mugs? Um, They're just, most of them are full of water, water and tea, water that I don't drink. (laughs) I'm doing my best over here. I've got some tissue and I'm ready to go. I am really excited to talk about this topic with you. It is one of my absolute favorite things to talk about and I can get a little feisty and fired up. So let's see where this goes today. It has been interesting doing these solo episodes because I have to basically have a conversation with myself, which is interesting. Okay, so in the last episode, I talked about the three requirements from my perspective, what I've observed over the last five years of specializing and helping women who are married to men want and enjoy sex more, the requirements of desire. And if we really take a step back, that's the really the requirements for a truly healthy sex life that you can look forward to. And that's often what desire will look like. It's a fondness of the experience. It's a, oh, shoot, I really miss it if it doesn't happen. It's good memories. It's not usually wanting to rip off his clothes or just feeling that tingling sensation in our crotch that, I don't know, what is desire supposed to feel like anyways? I'll do a whole other episode on that, but I just wanted to... Uh, lay the foundation there for what I'm really talking about. So to recap, in the last episode, the three requirements are emotional and physical safety with your husband, unlearning of toxic cultural messages, and understanding your body and preferences. In the episode page, I actually included that Venn diagram for you so you could have a visual of that if you want to refer back to it. I'll probably pop it in the episode notes for this one as well. 
Okay, so today we're going to be talking about emotional and physical safety with your husband and what it what that means, what it looks like, my perspectives on this and how they may differ from other people's, which is okay. We can have lots of different thoughts about these things. You can consider this episode sort of another overview of this topic. I won't be going into real specifics, um, but it is going to give you a nice understanding of what I mean when I say that emotional and physical safety with your husband is absolutely necessary for a healthy sex life that you can look forward to, aka have desire. The three requirements really do blend together, so it is a little bit tricky for me to separate it out completely, but I'll really do my best. And it's important to know that these are never ending areas of learning and growth. Emotional and physical safety is a spectrum. I'll talk about this a lot more soon here. It is something that can ebb and flow in your relationship, not only year by year, but month by month, minute by minute. And hopefully you see an upward trajectory. There's, There's more and more emotional, physical safety in your relationship as you both mature and grow and all of that delightful stuff. But certainly there can be steps back and crunchy moments and all of that. So I I really hope that I can communicate to you that this is not something that you're going to achieve and then that's it. Everything that I teach and work on myself and help women look at, it's all a practice. So... And there's a lot of gray area as well. And I'm trying to lean more into that. I think the world really likes and encourages black and white. And I'm I'm really trying my very best to, to really have a more realistic, honest um, outlook, but also just communication about what this really looks like. Okay. So those are sort of my disclaimers before we get started. I'm going to start with emotional safety first and what that means to me, because that could mean a lot of different things. For me, just for the purposes of sex and desire, I'm defining emotional safety as feeling secure enough with your husband to express your feelings and needs. Sex is so vulnerable and expressing our needs connected with, again, these requirements all blend together, but connected with toxic cultural messages that we are inundated with all the time of don't be selfish, uh, put your needs last, serve your husband, (laughs) don't speak up, stay quiet, all of those things I'll talk about a lot, you know, probably next episode. Expressing our needs in in that kind of environment, no matter how wonderful our partners are, can be just scary and very difficult, especially as women. And healthy sex requires that. It requires that we are able to be honest and truthful about our experiences. This takes time and practice and a lot of unlearning. So, but this emotional safety piece is so necessary 
for that, for you to even start taking steps in that direction. So just some real brief examples here of what that may sound like. For example, sharing, you know, maybe you're going into a sexual experience with your partner and being able to say, I'm feeling really anxious today and and I don't know why and I, I don't know if I'll be able to get into it or perform, you know, all those fears that we can have and uh, having our partner hold that for us and say, come here and be anxious with me. Let's, you know, would you like to to lay here and and hold each other and tell me about what are you worried about? What's going on for you? I'm here. I'm listening. I'm your partner. I'm that's what this marriage thing is all about. Maybe it's um, you know, maybe you're in the moment and you just feel triggered and you don't know why and you don't know how to communicate it, but your heart is racing and you just feel so out of sorts. And so having that ability to say, hey, I'm feeling triggered and I don't know why and not have your partner um, minimize your feelings, not getting defensive. Well, I didn't mean to. It's not my fault. Not going into blaming. Well, if you would just... <laughs> so yeah, um, another one is you know, even if you just want to share something with your partner and not, and feeling scared, maybe it's something that you've always done. Maybe you've always done hand jobs and you want to share that you don't want to do those anymore. Actually, for the last 16 years of your marriage, you haven't enjoyed that and you don't actually like touching his penis. That's really scary to, to share. But goodness gracious, is it important? And so having that container of safety that you can go to is really valuable and wonderful. So feeling safe to share boundaries that you may have. And I don't want to say like this is 100% necessary, but uh, an element of safety is there for you to be able to express this. And this takes time and practice and it's really a dance between you know you those three requirements learning about your body learning about how to communicate that your partner being able to hold that both of you understanding toxic cultural messages that you're submerged in so it's not a linear process and it's also not something that you need 100% of right away so being able to f- feel safe to share those boundaries and that response you know trust has a huge piece in this emotional safety as well. If there has been betrayal of trust, like porn use that you were not okay with or didn't know about, infidelity, the repeated crossing of boundaries, this can be really difficult and it can absolutely impact your wanting and enjoying in the sexual experience. And lastly, just really being listened to. There is a a challenge that I have observed of men being taught not to really listen to and believe what their partners are saying. And this goes back to a lot of historical issues with how women are portrayed as being sort of conniving and manipulative. Um, I mean, way back 
in stories. Uh, gosh, I I won't get into it now. I'll, we'll leave that for the episode on on culture. But um, this can be really difficult because uh, we need this is a, a huge element of safety that what I am saying about my body and my needs and you know, my deal breakers and my requirements, it has to be listened to and believed. If there's a level of doubt or gaslighting, oh, you're being too sensitive. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you're always so overly dramatic. That's really, that's not a safe environment. And our bodies need that safety to relax and to explore and be curious, which is an element of healthy sex life, which is what you're going to be looking forward to. You're not going to be looking forward to an experience that is that is scary. Even if you're with a partner that you really love and ultimately you know has your best intentions at heart. So in order in uh, in terms of physical safety, this is a little bit more about how your body is touched and commented on and looked at. This is an absolute requirement. And what I have heard a lot of women tell me, they've been told and what I you know what I see sometimes is that we're asked to negotiate in the sexual experience. So I'll do something that you like. I will tickle your back. And then you will do something that I like. So then you will, did I get that right? I don't know. You, you understand. I've got a cold. I'm sick. <laughs> you know, like a 50, like a transactional thing. Uh, and that is, can be sometimes very harmful if what you're being asked to do is not 100% safe for you. It may be say 75% safe. You may think, well, I I really don't want to do this, but I know my husband enjoys it and I want to be a good wife and uh, he just massaged me for 20 minutes and I sort of need to return the favor uh, it'll be over quick, all the things that go on in our mind. And if that persists and continues in the long term, what I've observed to happen is that it creates, it's, it's damaging. In the long run, it creates little traumas in your relationship and builds and builds and you're dealing with a lot of baggage there and a lot to unpack. And because I usually work with women who have been married for a little bit, you know, usually around the seven year up mark in terms of relationships, sometimes, you know, I, they're coming with a lot of, a lot of these repeated offenses that neither party knew were even really happening. A lot of husbands don't even know that their wives are experiencing this. And honestly, a lot of wives don't even really know that this is happening because it's so normalized in our culture. And it's just, you know, I don't think that a lot of people would say, I'm not feeling safe right now. That seems like a pretty big word. 
And um, so that's why really I want to point to that this is there can be a real spectrum of safety here. On the real low end, we're talking about uh, you know abuse, um, breaking consent, non-consensual experiences, harm, pain, you know. And then on the hundred percent spectrum, we have, um, I mean, absolute safety. Whatever you say about your body, I will respect and listen to. If you say no, it's immediately a no. There's no coercion. There's no pressure. There's no guilt tactics. It's just, it's just straight up. You don't want me to look at your body when you get out of the shower? I won't. I won't do that. And so it, it really includes a partner listening and it includes the woman knowing that she can have these needs and requirements and having the capacity to communicate that and feel worthy of that level of comfort. This takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of unlearning of things that we have taught. But my goodness, it's amazing what happens when you feel 100% safe. I have seen women who have always felt like they just didn't have any sexual feelings. They just didn't have any, it's like their sexy nerves didn't work. And when safety comes on board, when their partners are saying things like, I accept all of you, messy bits and all, um, you know, come here and be anxious with me. I, I love the sex we're having when they're just cuddling on the couch, you know, um, all the pressure taken off, all the guilt taken off. I love when I say something like, I love spending time with you no matter what we do. This is a delight. It's so great to be here with you, my love. Thanks for sharing your experience with me. Thanks for bringing me into your world. Or just even a simple, I believe you. I hear you. Thank you. I believe you. Whatever you need right now, that's what I'm here to show up for. And when that happens, there is suddenly so much space to explore and be curious and, and be full of wonder at the simplicity of having five senses and exploring them without goals of penetration or orgasm or all the other things that we've created sex to be in our society. And I'll do another, I think I'm just going to keep on saying that. I'll do another episode to talk about redefining what the sexual experience is all about. But so I just really want to reiterate that there is a, a huge spectrum of safety and it's nobody's fault. It's not your husband's fault. It's not your fault. It is what it is. It's a, it's a fact that it's an absolute requirement. And the more safety that you feel emotionally and physically, the more pleasure is available to you. Without a shadow of a doubt, that is what I have seen over the years of working with women. So I think I'm going to leave that here. Uh, we're, already, we're already gone over quite a bit. Uh, please let me know if you have any questions. You can email me at jenna at jennadentonhouse.com. 
I would love to hear your feedback on this episode. And if you want any more clarification or more specifics or anything like that, I am really open to having a conversation about this and um, sharing, you know, anything that may be helpful as you wrap your head, as you may be if you want to, <laughs> uh, wrap your head around this concept. Okay, well, I will talk to you in the next one. Take care.